Hey, welcome back everyone to an episode of the CamCast. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks since I put any content out there, but that's going to change pretty soon. I'm making, I keep saying it, I'm making more of an effort to get more stuff out there, but things in work have stabilized. So I've been able to, you know, put some more thought into some of the videos I'm going to be doing. And this one is probably three, four days late, but I knew I was going to be talking about it at some point because it's Marvel content. And of course I'm talking about Marvel's What If. Um, so, you know, it's just a, a, a series with nine episodes that Marvel dropped at the beginning of that August. They had talked about it two years ago, um, and it was, you know, a, I have a lot of thoughts about it that I thought were really interesting. And I'm really excited to, to get those thoughts out there to you guys. Um, first and foremost, obviously, I want to uh, make sure that I rep the, rep the podcast, rep the channel. If you're not following already, if you're not subscribed, if you're not on the Instagram, make sure you're doing that. Uh, follow at camcast on the Instagram. It's at cam.cast, K-A-M dot K-A-S-T. Um, going to be dropping a lot more things on there. I've been doing a lot of polls lately, um, a lot of you know new information on there. You have memes from time to time, and it's going to be my home base. It's my home base for everything that you need to see. Uh, obviously, if you're on the YouTube is where I prefer you guys watch it. You know, so I'll put the graphics up there and stuff like that. It's a little bit more fun. You get to see my dumb face a little bit more. Um, but on the go, I, I'm on the Spotify, I'm on Apple Podcasts. Just if you haven't, share, like, or subscribe to the podcast. Please do that. I'm trying to grow the channel. Um, you know, if you really like the, the word that I'm putting out here, if you like listening to me break down movies, break down TV shows, breaking down sports, then, you know, it do me a huge service if you guys could, uh, you know, do that for me. I, I really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I, I think that it would be beneficial for you guys to also just interact you know, interact on the channel, on the uh, on the comments, interact on the Instagram. Just in any way you want to interact, just do it. It's fun for me. I really enjoy it. Um, you know, but uh, without further ado, let's get into the uh, the rest of the episode. All right, let's go. So I'm going to try to give you a brief, like, you know, episode to episode synopsis because there are nine episodes within the series What If for season one. And then I'll give you my overall thoughts on the show, where I thought that it went wrong, where I thought that it went right, and what it could possibly mean for the future of the MCU, the implications of the show. So first and foremost, I want to start off by saying there is a lot of this show that I actually really enjoyed, and there are some aspects of the show that I really didn't care for, Okay. For me, the show actually started off pretty weak. If you go to episode one, where it was, what if Captain Carter were the first Avenger? I actually thought that episode was pretty weak. Basically, all you do in that episode is you replace Peggy Carter uh, with, or you replace, uh, vice versa, you replace uh, uh, Steve Rogers. I couldn't fucking remember his name. Because <laughs> you replace Steve Rogers with Peggy Carter, and then the events kind of play out exactly how they did play out in... Uh, you know, the Avengers and, and, you know, in the MCU that we've already seen. So that was like, I was like, oh, this is really what the show is going to be. I don't know if it's going to be that exciting. I really wasn't excited to see the second episode because the first one was so lame. And then the second episode happened. The second episode is one of my favorites. It is what if T'Challa became Star-Lord? So basically in this uh, episode, uh, in a different uh, reality, T'Challa is taken by the Ravagers and by Yondu and he's made into Star-Lord. And because of that, a whole bunch of other things happen. And basically, Thanos is like a good guy. And, you know, it. Uh, the Collector is the main villain of this episode. And I don't know, it was just really interesting how this, like, Thanos is, like, casually talking about, like, you know, I was kind of right. You know, like, what did he say? He was like, 
you know, if 50% of the people were gone, it would have been okay. He's, like, casually explaining, like, mass genocide and, like, people are just laughing about it. I thought that was amazing. I was like, wow, this is really what the show is, like, going for. I mean, this is something that is pretty extraordinary. Like, you're, you're changing one aspect of the show or of a character, you know, that we've already seen in the MCU, and you're completely spinning it, you know, like, it's just, it's really interesting because there's, there's so many different plot lines and plot threads that can be pulled from that. And I really like what they did with the second episode. Um, and then the third episode is what if the world lost its mightiest heroes? This was a dark episode. Basically it starts off with, you know, in Iron Man two, when Nick Fury and Natasha Romanoff go to go talk to Tony after he fights Rhodey at his house party. And then all of a sudden, like Tony dies and then the Hulk dies, and Thor dies, and Hawkeye dies, and Scarlett Johansson dies, or well, Black Widow, and it's just it's really ominous and it's dark, and there's just there's so much going on. It's it honestly is genuinely crazy how this episode goes on, and then of course you know the villain of it being uh, Michael Douglas's Hank Pym, and him wanting justice for the fact that you know his uh, his daughter was killed and. It's just, it's crazy what they did with this episode. Absolutely insane. It was so dark. It was the darkest thing that Marvel had ever shown us until the very next episode, episode four. What is, what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? So in this one, uh, Doctor, Doctor Strange is going, and you know how in the original Doctor Strange movie, he's in that car crash and that's what makes him lose the ability to use his hands. But in this timeline, Christine, you know, played by Rachel McAdams is with him. And she dies in that car crash. And over and over again, he tries to bring her back to life using the time stone over and over and over and over again. And she dies in every single scenario. It's like her death is a singularity within that particular universe. To the point where Doctor Strange uh, tries to absorb every single power that he comes into. With like all these different, you know, multiversal beings. And he becomes so powerful and he still can't save Christine. And it, this episode ends with Doctor Strange basically destroying his universe and creating its own little shroud where he's protecting himself. And it's really dark, like absurdly dark and really, really ominous. But, you know, it, it was kind of interesting how they did that. Um, I really, really liked this episode. And I just loved how dark it was, how ominous it was. I think I've said that a couple of times. But, you know, up until this point, this show is the darkest, you know, things that we've seen in the MCU. Yeah, we've seen death, but... The tones and motifs that some of these episodes had in What If were really, really strong. Like, really strong. Oh, forgot to mention, in What If, the main character is called The Watcher, and he's voiced by one of my all-time favorite actors, and probably one of the most amazing voices that you know we've ever been able to hear in Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright, of course, been in a million different things. Westworld, Hunger Games, um, most notably the CIA agent in the new James Bonds. He's just absolutely phenomenal on screen and he's his voice is just so captivating that i just love listening to the dude talk like in, in all honesty he's just fantastic so the next episode is what if zombies like basically in this this uh, multiverse uh the avengers and everyone there's like a zombie plague and it's just zombies it's just an episode completely dedicated to zombies where vision is feeding people to vi uh, zombie wanda and just all types of other things it's just really dark it's creepy. It's scary. Um, you know, it's it's just really, really... It was a good episode. And then the show started to fall off a little bit for me. So it had three strong episodes in a row. Three, four, and five. 
and then it went to six and it was it's called what if killmonger rescued tony stark and i didn't think this episode was all that great um because killmonger is still evil he's still bad um you know he saves tony stark but then tony stark makes him his right hand man but it, i just don't like any of it and killmonger still goes to wakanda and still basically takes over because he, he takes claw with him and uh you know the same thing that he did in black panther he brings claw gets the power that he wants and that's pretty much how that episode goes and i don't really i didn't really think it was that interesting i didn't think it was that good and then episode seven happens and that's the worst episode of the entire series in my opinion it's the one what if thor were an only child so basically odin instead of you know when he takes loki from the frost giants instead of keeping him and raising him as his own he brings him back so thor is an only child and basically this whole episode is <clears throat> thor is just partying He's on Earth, he's partying with a bunch of these intergalactic beings. You see Korg, you see the Collector, you see Jeff Goldblum's character. Like, all these people that we've seen throughout, you know, the the uh, in, in space, throughout the MCU, they're there in animated form, and they're just partying. And there's not a lot else that's going on with that. S.H.I.E.L.D. is trying to figure out if Thor's good or Thor's bad. Um, you know, Thor is, is flirting with Jane, and it's just not a great episode. There's a Doctor, uh, there's a, not a Doctor... There's a Howard the Duck cameo where he like marries Cat Dennings Darcy character. Just a lot of weird shit in this episode, and I just thought it was weak. I didn't like it at all. But then the eighth episode, What If Ultron Won? That was a great episode. Basically, it's in a timeline where Ultron gets the the Vision suit and he becomes even more powerful because he becomes basically an uh, an artificial intelligence being with a more stable suit than just his metal one. He gets Vision's armor made completely of vibranium and it's honestly really great he gets all the infinity stones thanos comes he, he gets one he gets uh, visions infinity stone because of the mind stone then thanos comes through a portal he slices thanos in half takes all the infinity stones and then he goes on to destroy that entire universe completely murk everyone you see like imagery of him like exploding different planets you see like the guardians on uh, on sakar fighting you see the nova Corps fighting it was incredible. I thought that it was a really powerful episode and it ends and Ultron's just sitting there like, well, that that's it. That's that's all we've got. And then he like senses the Watcher watching it. He can sense it. And he goes into wherever the Watcher's whereabouts are, which is between time and space, and they fight. And it's an amazing fight. And I really liked it. It was, like, it was so cool to see how powerful the Watcher is and how powerful Ultron is and them going toe-to-toe. And... It persuades the Watcher to, at the end of this episode, basically say he's breaking his oath. He's not just going to watch. He's going to intervene. Otherwise, Ultron will completely destroy the entire multiverse. And then we get to episode nine, the final episode. It is called, What If the Watcher Broke His Oath? So the Watcher breaks his oath. He assembles a team of, uh, of <clears throat> a lot of the people that we've seen in this season of What If, except for Gamora. So Gamora was originally supposed to be the tenth or one of the ten episodes of the season one, but because of COVID restrictions and everything, I guess they weren't able to film it. So they had this shoehorned, you know, Gamora character that the Watcher plucks, and apparently this is a, a Gamora that killed Thanos or something like that. And so he plucks her, he plucks Agent Carter, he plucks uh, Killmonger, he plucks uh, Crazy Doctor Strange, Party Thor, and uh, who else does he pluck? He plucks somebody else. Uh, oh, and and, uh, and T'Challa Star-Lord. So, and he calls them the uh, <clears throat> the Guardians of the Multiverse. Um, 
I honestly didn't really care for. I like the, the the assembly of the team. I just don't know why of every multiverse they pick these particular characters to beat Ultron. I didn't quite get it. I didn't really like the uh, Infinity Smasher, which was this device that was supposed to kill the Infinity Stones. I didn't like that. I thought it was campy. Um, I didn't really like the fight scenes. I thought they were weak. Um, there's like basically this version of Ultron killed Captain Marvel, killed Thanos, killed all these people super easily, and then. They just had like another a ragtag of like six people and they're able to beat him. I just didn't, I don't know if I like that or not. I don't like how it went. And, and it's just one of those things, I just, I'm not 100% on board with it. But I guess the question remains like, what was the point of the show? Where, where are they going and what direction do they plan on going with this show? Like what was the overall goal of it? And I think it was just to establish the multiverse to let people know that you know, these different characters are in these different timelines and things go differently in every single different universe. And I think that's the point because I think Marvel, what they're trying to do is they're trying to get us used to the fact that, hey, things are going to be happening soon and you just have to, you have to be okay with it. You have to understand it. We're going to be bringing characters from different timelines. We're going to be talking about things that we haven't talked about in a while. There's a chance X-Men are coming from a timeline. I mean, shit, if you, I, I didn't see the Venom 2 movie, which I'm not going to, but the end credit scene, spoiler alert, so spoiler, if you haven't seen the Venom, uh, you know, Let There Be Carnage movie, there's an end credit scene. Basically, Venom gets transported into the MCU. Tom Holland, Spider-Man's on screen. The multiverse is in full effect, and we're not even sure who fucked it up. We don't know if it was Loki. We don't know if it was Kang. We don't know if it was Wanda. We have no idea how the multiverse got fucked up, but it's completely in disarray. And I'm just excited to see what happens next. You know, with everything that we have coming up this year... We still have a Miss Marvel movie, we, or excuse me, show. We still have The Eternals, which comes out next month, which I think is going to be an amazing movie. It's going to be like two hours and 45 minutes. They have to set up the lore. They have to set up a story. And they, you know, we're going to get introduced to The Eternals. And, of course, Kit Harington's The Black Knight, which I'm really excited about. By the way, I'm probably going to be doing a Game of Thrones podcast either today or tomorrow because I have a lot of thoughts on the Game of Thrones and the new trailer. But that's just a tease for what's, uh, what's coming. I really got to talk about that. <laughs> Pause. Um, and then we have obviously Spider-Man, uh, far from home. Is it far? No, it's Spider-Man, no way home. And then we have, uh, the Hawkeye show. And there's a lot of news and buzz around that Hawkeye show that a lot of characters are going to be into that. Like they're saying that Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin is going to be in that. I don't know. That's just speculation. I don't know if that's a spoiler or not. So if it is, I'm sorry. I don't know. It's just things that I'm hearing. I'm, I got my, my ear to the, to the pavement. And I'm just listening to everything that happens, and I'm just, you know, I'm excited to see what happens next. But as far as this show goes, I guess they're having a season two. Um, I don't know if I would necessarily want a season two unless it progresses the story a little bit more. <clears throat> there are just aspects of this, <clears throat> excuse me, there are just aspects of this particular, you know, season. I was just like, oh, it's really, really cool stories. But then at the same time, there were just things I didn't really give a shit about. Like, I didn't really care about Captain Marvel or Captain, Captain, well, I don't care about Captain Marvel, but I don't care about Captain Britain. I didn't care about Party Thor. I didn't care about, you know, Killmonger interacting with Tony Stark. I, those are just things I didn't think were that interesting. They need to stay with the darker themes and with the characters that we really, really, you know, care about. Speaking of which, I would be hard pressed to admit and to say that this is the last time we'll hear uh, Chadwick Boseman's voice in something new. <laughs> pretty sad and you know he voiced obviously T'Challa in the entirety of the series and it's the last project he's ever going to do and I, I really do think that he would have liked that that his lasting effect his last work that we're ever going to hear from him is Black Panther because that's he's going to be Black Panther for an entire generation 
you know, he's an entire generation of, of youth, of, of kids. They're, they're Superman. They're Spider-Man. You know, the, these, you know, somebody that they can rally around that's a good person, a strong hero, and just has a good message for, you know, everyone that's willing to listen to it. But, uh, you know, what if is just, I'm, I'm really interested to see what happens if Ultron makes an appearance in live action again. Because I think he should. He's AI. You know, technically can't kill him. You know, there are no strings on him, as he said multiple times in Age of Ultron. Um, if the if the bots are going to return, I heard bots are going to return in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. I'm interested to see what happens with that. But no, you know, I I just I'm curious. I don't know what's going to happen. All we can do is speculate at this point, and I love speculating. But I want to hear what you have to say too. So drop a comment down below on YouTube. Message me on Instagram. Comment on my Instagram posts. Let me know what you think. Did you like What If? Did you enjoy it? Do you think it was, you know, some of the episodes were bad, some were good? Do you think all of them were good? Do you think all of them were bad? What was your favorite episode? Let me know. I want to talk about it. Um, but I want to appreciate you guys for listening to this one. Thank you for watching. Uh, as I said earlier, make sure you're subscribing, liking, and sharing the podcast, sharing the YouTube channel, sharing the YouTube videos. Take a look at the rest of my videos. I got a lot of stuff on here. Um, I have a lot of, I don't make scripts. I just kind of talk off the cuff and, you know, whatever is said is said. Uh, but I, you know, Marvel stuff is just always a fun thing to talk about. And I have a lot of things I have planned. So I just need to get the, the audience out there so that way I can get to where I want to get. But thank you again for listening. Thanks for watching wherever platform you're doing it on. And as always, peace.